Hello everyone, this is Hannah from Hannah Learning Disney on Instagram and welcome to Learning Disney the Podcast episode 3. Today I am going to, after breaking down some news about Disneyland, I am going to share with you my day trip that I took actually yesterday, Monday the 19th of September with some friends of mine for our first girls day in the park. All right, so a few news things to share with everyone. I'll start with more of like the park-centric kind of thing. So there's no more fireworks on weekdays, but they will still have the projection show, and that's on Main Street. It's on the castle, and it's also on It's a Small World. So in place of fireworks during the week, it will be the projection show. The weekends, it will be the Halloween show until the next holiday season. Additionally, and I don't think this is new news, but... (laughs) People are talking a lot about the grass that Disneyland put in. So like when you walk in through the gates of Disneyland where the flower bed is, that usually is like Mickey's face, like it has been Minnie's face before. That's all turf now. And then they also did that in Haunted Mansion. So the reason why I wanted to bring that up is that front patch of grass when you walk through the gates to get like in the line for the haunted mansion it's all this turf so living in las vegas that's like all we have if you have grass it's usually turf so when we were waiting in line i leaned over and touched it because i i i just wanted to see what the quality of it was very very good quality it, it's actually, I was like, oh, wow, I was really impressed. So, of course, Disney, like, got the best thing. It'll be really good for them to have that, uh, saving money. Um, California, also being, a, like, someone that lives in Las Vegas, California takes a lot of our water supply. Um, so, I was like, okay, that's kind of nice. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, another thing that I posted yesterday as well while I was in the parks was Tiana's new shop is opening today. So, today is the 20th of September. This will drop tomorrow morning. To go along with the re-theming of Splash Mountain, the Tiana's Bayou, they've added Eudora Chic Boutique featuring Tiana's Gourmet Secrets open today. And that that looks like it's going to be super cool. They had, we went to it. So if you like go in one of the back alleys of New Orleans Square, like where the Blue Bayou is, and you go to the right, that shop that like usually people park their strollers at, and like also to the right of the old entrance of Club 33, now to the left of the new entrance of Club 33, that's where the shop is. Speaking through like what I could, it looked really pretty, and now seeing people's posts about it this morning, it is what I thought it was, so it it's more like kitchen centric, just from what I could see in the photos, but it's also got like a really... I don't know if eclectic's the right word, but it's got a really cool like New Orleans vibe in it. I love the lights that they have, like they're super gorgeous pattern. But I also notice in the pictures there's like pillows. So I think it's still like a normal Disney store. Like if we get down to it, it's Disney merchandise. It's kind of like I thought the home store kind of like pillows. I saw a lot of plates and cups, but also it's going to have cookbooks as well. So that's going to be a really awesome addition. I can't wait until I can see that. Uh, for myself instead of just peeking through the window like a real weirdo Um, another thing is monsters after dark and dca for guardians is now in effect so something that i saw on instagram also is that the regular guardians it's during the day and the monsters after dark it's like an overlay switches around 3 to 4 p.m 
And if you're doing GD Plus, you can get reservations for both. So it's kind of treated like two separate rides. So you can actually ride Guardians twice now with that. And I don't, I'm hoping that's not a glitch and that can keep going. I didn't get Genie Plus in this last trip, so I didn't even try it. But it's an amazing ride. It's way more intense. The first time I ever did Guardians, I didn't realize it was Monsters After Dark, and I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. So I think everyone else will too. It's a little bit more hardcore, but super awesome. Also check out when you, when it's dark in Avengers Campus, the whole lights outside are different. There's like different noises and like it's an error because like the monsters have gotten out of their cages. So just check that out if you can, if you're going during the holiday season. There is word that Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway is practically done over in Toontown. So Toontown got released at D23, or not released, like we knew it was coming, but they're still sticking with the spring, spring-ish of 2023 release. So we know that or the rumor is the word is that runaway railway is almost done it's a super great ride I'm really excited for that we're planning so we have our trip with our kids in December and then we're going to have another big trip hopefully with my mom and my stepmom in the summer after Toontown has been open for a couple months and I am so excited because that was one of our kids top favorite rides when we went to Disney World additionally Starting the 21st, there will be a, an additional discount for Magic Key holders on select mer- merchandise in the store. So this is going to be from the 21st of September to the 14th of October, and it looks like it's up to 30%. I don't know if it's up to 30% or it is 30%, but for all tiers of Magic Key. So I didn't buy any merchandise <laughs> because I'm coming back to the parks within that time frame. So... That's when I'll probably make the purchases I want to purchase or I'll just go on shopdisney.com and see if it's still available there and if they still have the things that I was like looking at. So there, it seemed like there's a lot of popcorn buckets out. So like there's the rainbow balloon popcorn bucket that was out for Pride and then my friend got the Mickey uh, mummy popcorn bucket. I didn't see it while I was there. And then also Donald is got his own candy corn like him in a candy corn costume popcorn bucket and it will be out on the 21st also i am super bad with numbers so (laughs) i'm pretty sure the 21st is wednesday today's the 20th it's tuesday yeah so the 21st and they're all looking about like just under 20 dollars in the parks and remember there's no magic key discount for those that have magic key there's no discount at the popcorn carts or like the churro cart um they're typically only at like mobile ordering, uh, restaurants and shops. Um, not at any of those like snack cart kind of places, unfortunately. Additionally, and this is just something I've been thinking about. I've just kind of kept it on my radar. They had Marius nights for the holiday season last year for the, like the winter holiday season. And considering that we found out about Oogie Boogie, like two to three months before the first date. And now we're creeping up to October in like the holidays season starts the 1st of November, I'm kind of thinking there's not going to be a Marius Nights at Disneyland this year. I didn't go last year, um, but from reading different articles, people's posts, like hearing what people said, it didn't seem like they were very impressed with it. So I almost wonder if Disneyland was like, it's not worth the squeeze. Um, I just don't know. I feel like we would have heard something about it, especially with D23. Like, and maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe we'll find out in like the next couple of weeks when we come up on October. But I just thought that was weird that we hadn't heard anything about Marius Nights yet. Uh, my guess is it's not going to happen. 
Another super exciting thing that dropped this morning is we have officially, we've been being told this for months that magic bands are going to come to Disneyland. They have these at the Disney World Resort. It's a super awesome system. We loved it, especially staying at a Walt Disney World Resort. It, you use it for your, to scan your tickets in. You can charge everything to your card that goes to your hotel bill, um, your Lightning Lane, your Genie Plus, like everything was on our band and we loved it at Disney World. So now it's kind of like, I have a lot of questions. So like, this is just from what I saw when I was doing research. So this is going to, it's a, it's a magic band plus. So this, this is, these are Disney's words. Okay. Dazzles during special moments in nighttime spectaculars or at select nighttime spectaculars. Not all of them. Of course, it's size adjustable and it'll be waterproof. You'll have to charge it and it will come with a charging cable it will include theme park entry as long as you have the reservation. So a link, and it's pairable to your smartphone with your Disneyland app. Um, you'll have experiences in Star Wars Land, Star Wars Land, and Batuu, um, Galaxy's Edge. Yes, Star Wars. Um, you can change the lights. It's like personalizable. You'll be able to link your Disney and photo passes to your Disney account. Um, what else? You can check in the lightning lane entrances and like it'll have all of that. Uh, but what I am concerned about is because they don't have a huge population of people that stay on resort at Disneyland like they do at Disney World. So I loved it primarily because I didn't have to carry like my card around with me. If I didn't want to, I could just scan all my purchases on my my magic band when I was at Disney World. But I'm wondering if for people who aren't staying on resort, if you're going to be able to charge it to like a card that's on your app I couldn't find anything on it. I tried to find it. Um, I know you can do it on at Disney World just because a friend told me, but I'm trying to find specifically for Disneyland. Um, but the problem is you can't have a gift card on your app. And I pay for everything when I'm at Disney with gift cards because I use the Target trick. Because I Okay, so if you have the Target red card, you get 5% off all purchases, and that includes gift cards. So I'm not going to want to charge it to my app if it's just going to take it out of my credit card if I could just save money by using a gift card. That's another thing. Waiting to get more information from that as well. They also stated on the Plan Disney panel uh, website, they stated that the features are not going to be identical to Disney World. So that's why I didn't want to base off of what we're doing at or what they are doing at Disney World. We, as if I'm part, okay, I wish. Um, <laughs> so Disney World and Disneyland's Magic Pan Pluses are going to be different. And here, I'll read it. I'll, I'll quote it. I'll quote it to you. Magic Band Plus features and experience will vary between Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort. So it will be different. We just don't know exactly how yet. Uh, so far, the features like that they've listed seem pretty similar to Walt Disney World, but I haven't used a Magic Band Plus at Disney World either. Okay, and then also something that I missed from my D23 episode last week. I forgot to mention that Willow is coming onto Disney Plus and it looks like it's going to drop the 30th of November. This is, I don't know what Willow is. <laughs> um, it, people keep saying it's a remake. I don't know what it's a remake of. I'm not going to pretend like I know, but it's, the description is an unlikely group of heroes set off on a dangerous quest to places far beyond their home where they must face their inner demons and come together to save the world. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast list right now. I don't really recognize anyone. So I'm definitely going to check it out. The 
the picture, like the, I don't, I want to say the poster with them standing on the beach and like the willow, it looks really cool. Like I'll definitely check it out. Um, but that's something I missed. Another thing that I missed, the Paradise Pier Hotel, which is the third hotel on Disneyland uh, grounds, is being renamed Pixar Pier. So that's like a super long awaited update. And it like there's a lot of scaffolding. They're updating a ton of it. But they've finally taken off that sign on the side of the building that says Paradise Pier. It's going to connect to Paradise Pier in DCA. There's word that there's going to be like a sky bridge type of thing to get in. Um, so yeah, that's, and that's typically like the quote unquote budget <laughs> Disneyland resort. It's a little bit cheaper than the Disneyland resort and Grand Californian. Um, but it's also a little bit further away, but now they have their private entrance. So it's all, it all works out pretty well. And I think that's all that I missed. <laughs> I'm hoping that's it. Also sidebar, we watched the live action Pinocchio. I'm already not a fan of the cartoon. I'm definitely not a fan of the live action. My five-year-old didn't like it. Halfway through the movie, like right when we were getting to like the Pleasure Island scenes, like when he gets snatched up, Pinocchio gets snatched up, my five-year-old was like, Mom, I don't like this movie. It's weird. It's sad. And I don't like it. And I was like, okay, well, let's watch the whole thing. Give it a chance. Even though in my head, I was like, I already knew I wasn't going to like this. Um, Monstro was weird. I don't want to like give any spoilers, but like it followed the original storyline very well, but it was just weird. And I just don't like the original storyline. So that's probably it. So if you love Pinocchio, you'll probably like it. I don't want to like bash on anyone, but it's not for the Hood family. <laughs> now it is time to talk about my day trip to Disney yesterday. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I don't think I've ever been able to just talk about my trip. I censor myself at work. I don't want to uh, like annoy people. My husband can only listen to me talking about Disney so much. So I'm so excited to break down this trip. I'm going to share some things about the Lily Bell. If you don't know what the Lily Bell is. And then also all the rides that didn't break down on us. But we like it was almost and no it wasn't almost. It was laughable how often rides stopped while we were on the rides and then like a, a really bad restaurant experience. It's just a lot of like tips came out of this trip that I wasn't expecting because I really just went to have fun with my friends. So if you don't know who I went with, I went with Elisa who owns Bashfully Ever After Co. You can find her on Instagram also. She's the one that creates all the bracelets that I wear. And then Haley from Moms with Magic Crowns. I always mess that up. Moms with Magic Crowns. She creates the light up ears, the floral ears that I wear all the time that are just absolutely gorgeous. And then Bethany, who does Moms with Magic Plans, was supposed to join us. But unfortunately, her babysitter canceled last minute. And then her daughter wasn't feeling very well. And then she wasn't feeling very well. So she just stayed home. And we really missed her. We, I'll tell you about how we included her on our trip <laughs> as much as we could while she was home with her littles. But so it started, Lisa and I decided to rope drop together. Haley couldn't get there until later because she was dropping off her kids at school. So all the girls live within an hour of Disneyland. Um, I live four hours. I couldn't leave Sunday night and stay the night. So I just woke up really early in the morning to get to DCA, DCA to get to Disney at 7 a.m. when the parking lot opened. So this was my first time ever parking at a Disneyland parking structure. Went to Mickey and Friends, but they redirected us to 
the Pixar Pals parking. I hope that's the right name. The Pixar parking. And which was actually better, Elisa described to me, because you're a lot closer. Like, that's the first parking lot that's, like, next to the Disneyland grounds. And so Elisa and I met. We were just two rows away from each other in the parking structure. And she showed me around. It was really cool. I love the little globes. We didn't stop to take pictures because we were running kind of late. I didn't... Ex- I should have known that parking was going to be crazy, but... I- Oh my gosh, Disney in Disney was crazy this day. So this was my first time riding the trams to the park. It was so much fun. It was really nice to just do security right there. The lines weren't very long. And especially since we didn't pull up until like 7.30 to the security lines to get to the tram. We kind of breezed through, got on one of the first trams that we got in line. And it was just like really neat. That was my first experience on the tram. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was really cool to just like then be in downtown Disney instead of having to like walk up Harbor Boulevard and wait in the security line because that's just what I'm used to. So that was a really great experience for me. After we got coffee, I don't drink coffee, but Elisa got me a coffee because I had already been up for five hours, (laughs) over five hours. So when we started walking into the Esplanade, oh my goodness, it was so crowded. I stood up on one of like the benches that like wraps around the trees. And I took a video and the lines for Disneyland specifically backed up all the way into the middle of the Esplanade. Meanwhile, to get into California Adventure, it was like a fraction of what we were doing, like a one eighth of the lines that were going to Disneyland. And Elisa and I were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. But here's a tip. If you see lines that are crazy long like that, try to get into a line that will feed into a like a check-in where there is a tree. So like we stopped at one of the first ones that we came up on when I was like, okay, Lisa, we're going to go right here because no one's paying attention. This one's feeding into the lines that are behind or in front of the trees and people aren't going to notice that. So as soon as like two or three groups noticed that they could get in those two shorter lines, we were able to get right up in there and we were in the parks within five minutes where I bet a lot of people that just went into the normal lines were waiting at least 10 to 15 minutes. So by the time we got into the park, it was 7.58. So we were walking to the lockers when the Disneyland song came on. I can never remember what it's called. Um, I'm not going to sing, <laughs> but it's like my hype Disney song. It's by the Decompressors. Um, Come on, everybody. Is it that one. Uh, that's all you get from me. Um, so our plan was we were going to do Haunted Mansion to do the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay and then Pirates. So when we were walking, we went through Frontierland, cut around like in the front of Rivers of America, Notice, wow, Pirates is already down. And the line for the Haunted Mansion went all the way to Pirates. And we were like, nope. So we pivoted (laughs) and we went to Indy. We're like, let's just go see Indy. And the way the cast members were standing outside Indy, we were like, is it down? But they let us walk by. So we're like, we walked on. So really, we walked right onto Indy. We were, we loaded so if you know, you can row to the, load to the right or to the left. So we ro- loaded to the left on the first car on the left, but we were the second car to go after the right went. So that was really awesome. Walked on to Indy. We're at the end of Indy, right before Indiana Jones is hanging on the rope. And the lights come on and the ride stops. 
So we're just sitting there. Lisa and I were trying to talk to the other people in the car with us. They were not having it. I was trying to be like, hey, is this your first Disney trip? They're like, no. They they didn't even say no. They'd like side-eyed me. No one paid attention. So I was like, okay, Lisa, I guess we we can't talk to people here. Um, but it was probably, we probably sat there for about 15 minutes and we we're like, um, okay. But Lisa and I, we we're like, oh, maybe we're going to get walked off. I've never been walked off a, a ride attraction before. So I was like, ooh, this could be my first time. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> We were the only ones that were kind of having a good time. And so finally the ride started, went down under the boulder with the light still on. Like we could see the mechanisms <laughs> controlling it. Like, and that's the, like essentially the very end of the ride. So we got back and the awesome cast members were like, do you guys want to go again? No one in our car wanted to go again, except for Elisa and I. So they let us go alone. They didn't load anyone else in the car with us. They buckled all the other seatbelts and we got it all to ourselves and rode it a second time. You guys, we were laughing and giggling so hard the whole time. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I, I was like, I cannot believe that, that that happened and people didn't want to ride it again. Like I felt bummed for them if that was like their first experience. If that was their first trip to Disney, like, and the road ride broke down. That sucks. But if you ever get an opportunity to ride a ride the second time, just freaking go for it. It was, it was a blast, but it was really magical for Elisa and I to just have that together. And that be our first ride for like our first day's like in Disneyland together as friends. So that was really awesome. When we got off, we were like, okay, let's try Pirates. And Pirates had like just opened up. So we walked right on. So something about Pirates, a lot of people say the left side's faster. And if it's busy, I absolutely believe that if you just look at the track, the line is shorter on the left side. However, everyone was going on the left side. So I was like, Lisa, go right, go right, go right. So we went right. We walked on in less than five minutes and we got the back row. I think the back row is the best because of when you go down the the bumps. That's what my, my daughter calls it. She calls like the drops, the bumps. So going down the bumps is just a way more experience, fun experience when you're sitting in the back. But something I noticed, the boats were going so slow. And I know there's a theory out there that the cast members are able to control the tide depending on the lines. And I, like, I've never really like felt that was like true or not true until today because like there was no lines or maybe it's just like rope dropping pirates. I don't know. Let me know because it was so incredibly slow. Like going past the scene with um, Barbosa on the ship, I was like, we're never going to get through this. It was so incredibly slow, but it was also... It made the ride more fun because we were on it for a much longer time. I would say probably at least five extra minutes. Like that's how slow the boat was going. So after, well, actually, I guess this was when we were in line for Pirates. We actually had a reservation for Riverbell Terrace, but we weren't hungry. Elisa and I weren't hungry. So she couldn't cancel it because it was only like two hours out. So what she did was she rescheduled it. Here's another hack. She rescheduled her reservation for another day and she's like, okay, I'll cancel it later so that she didn't get fined. We weren't a no-show because there is an opportunity or an opportunity. There is a risk that if you make a reservation, you don't show depending on the crowd levels and which restaurant you have a reservation at. There, They do have a disclaimer that they could charge you for not being a no-show for reservations. So that's what we did instead to avoid a fine or a penalty. 
And then we were walking over. We were just like meandering around. I got my first Magic Key photo down by the Rivers of America. And it was fine. And then we just decided to wait in the very long Haunted Mansion line. And it really wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And we, we were really just talking. And it was like, we can either sit and talk or we can get in line and talk. So we were walking through. And Elisa told me, and I didn't know this. So when you're walking past the pet, the past, the pet cemetery, the reason why it smells, and I've noticed this every single time. I cannot believe I did not look this up. They <laughs> pump a garlic smell out of the skunk that's in the pet cemetery so that it smells like a skunk. And I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not know <laughs> that this was a thing? But it was almost like hindsight bias that I was like, something in the back of my brain is telling me I knew that, but I didn't, I don't know that. So that's a really cool thing that they do. So if you walk by the pet cemetery and it smells, it's the skunk, the skunk ghost is making it smell bad. Okay. So we actually got into the stretching room, AKA the elevator pretty quick. We got in there. I feel like we were moving like less than 15 minutes. I think it was a 25 minute wait. And then we sat in the elevator for about 10 minutes. The ride had obviously gone down. And so this is ride number two. We're going to keep track. This is ride number two where we're just standing there. And we're like, um, okay, so do we just wait? Do we hang out? But it was really cool. So it's all the overlay. Everything is different for Haunted Mansion during the um, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So I was just like enjoying looking at the different scenes. It's different like stretching um, photos. And it wasn't even our, the stretching room wasn't even that full. So we just waited. Eventually after about 10 minutes, the ride started back up. So, okay, cool. We started, we went down the ride. We got, so when you get off the elevator, that's not the, that's not when the ride starts. Some people think when you get in the stretching room, the ride starts. And a lot of those people are my followers on Instagram because I did a poll, but I, <laughs> I was like, you traitors. Um, I don't stop my stopwatch until I'm on the doom buggy. So you're still in line. You get off the elevator, you're still in line. Notice that the portraits are different. Zero is actually floating around. Jack Skellington's dogs floating around all the portraits, which I think is a really cool touch. We go on the ride. It's really awesome. If you notice the ballroom scene, they have a gingerbread house and supposedly they change it every year. I wasn't paying close enough attention last year, like when I was brand new to Disney. So I learned that that the gingerbread house is kind of different every year and they also have that aroma pumped into you, into you, in, into the ride when you're passing the ballroom so that it smells like the gingerbread house. I think it was really cool. They redid the um, graveyard scene. The Instead of like the head statues, I know there's actually a name for them, but I cannot think of it. They had pumpkin heads that were singing and they just had like a nightmare before Christmas kind of like version of the ghost materialized song. So that was really cool. But my favorite part, my favorite thing that they changed is Oogie Boogie at the end. Instead of where the hitchhacking ghosts are, it's Oogie Boogie with his his uh, wheel. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and then when you're off the Doom Boogie and you're going up like the escalator kind of thing, it's Sally there instead of Constance in her wedding dress. So that was a really cool change. Like it's just really cool to see how much work they put into. Like everything, everything is Nightmare Before Christmas in there. They didn't leave. Even the hat box ghost had like um, a hat on. I can't remember exactly, but I was like, oh my gosh, even the hat box ghost is updated. Then we went to Splash Mountain 
And it was a posted for a 15 minute wait, which is why we decided to get in the line instead of going on the single rider. Cause single rider on Splash Mountain can actually take some time. And there was another stoppage, okay? This is ride number three. It was fine, it was fine. So after we did Splash Mountain, always ride in the back if you wanna avoid getting wet for Splash Mountain. I like to sit in the very back row and I literally lift my feet up. It's a lot better when you know the person in front of you because you like unavoidably straddle the person in front of you from the, in the very back row. Luckily, Elisa was right there. So I was kind of straddling her with my feet up. I was hugging my knees to my chest. And that's the best way I know to save myself from getting wet because I'm not going to buy a $15 poncho. That's just not how I roll. So after Splash Mountain, Haley was in the park. So we went and met up with her outside Big Thunder. We were going to try and big, ride Big Thunder. Surprise, surprise. It was down. So we went to go find Elisa a uh, the cream cheese pretzel so we went to the cart that's over by it's a small world and i am only telling you this story to tell you that we waited 10 minutes for the cart to open because we weren't sure where else the cream cheese pretzels were and then Haley got us like cokes and snacks and then the credit card machine wasn't working and the cast member was like it's on me like it's not your fault the the machine's down so that was like a, it was like accidental pixie magic but that was like oh uh, okay cool thank you like and she was really nice about it. Like she had Haley was trying for probably like a couple of minutes, a few tries though, to get her card to work and the machine was just down. She's like, you guys are good. Like it's totally fine. And then they shut down that cart. So then we went back over to Big Thunder to see if it was up. Still wasn't up. So we just hung out and like talked and like did like our, not silly, but like we did like silly things and we created like reels for our Instagram, like tips and just just had fun hanging out in the shade and watching people, watching the Mark Twain go by. It was a ton of fun. I know I talked, I've only talked a little bit about the crowds, but y'all, the crowds were insane at Disneyland. When you look across, there was no, you couldn't see any pavement if you're like looking down. It, it was packed. Like, I don't know, like picture people leaving at the end of the night after fireworks, packed throughout the whole entire park. The ride weights were insane, like 100 minutes, 80 minutes, like for all the big things that were like our favorites. So what did we do? We decided to go on the canoes. So we finally did the canoes. That's one of the rides I've never done before. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like the way some people think about it, it's like it's a super upper body workout. I don't know if it's because we had a little bit of a breeze, but we were moving pretty good. Like I didn't feel guilty stopping to row to like take a video of a really fun cast member and like pictures with Elisa and Haley. So like it was really, really fun. And it was like an underrated version of the Jungle Cruise, like the jokes. And it was just, it was just a good time. I would definitely do it. If it was any hotter though, it was like upper 80s when we were there, but it was pretty humid. If it was any hotter than that, I wouldn't have wanted to do it because you're in the sun the whole time. So after we did that, I had already mobile ordered beignets and mint juleps and we were gonna ride the railroad. So that's like my personal tradition. I love riding the railroad and I love having a mint julep. I've never tried a beignet, so I got beignets. Um, I still never had a beignet because we were so full from the snacks that we got. I have them in my kitchen. I'm looking at them right now because they wouldn't take the beignets with them. So I still have them. I'm good. I want to have one today, but we'll see. I'll have one by the end of the week. <laughs> I'll let you know. So something I didn't mention 
is when we walked into Disneyland that day, I noticed because one of the railroads was at the train station that the Lily Bell was at the end of one of the trains. So the Lily Bell is a car that got revamped. It's the very last car in 1974 that Lillian Disney herself like oversaw the remodeling of. It's got beautiful wood paneling, like floral designs, very like Victorian era. And it's like, it's just a really special and important part of the parks. Walt had a really big passion for trains. And so the train that he actually built, what I read was that the one that he built in his backyard was actually originally called the Lily Bells, the one that like all the kids would ride on. And it wasn't like a big one. It was one that he would like sit on the top of the, the quote unquote train cars. And so seeing the Lily Bell out is a really big treat just to see it. When we got in line, it was the railroad train that had the Lily Bell on it. So it left. And then the second one, the line was so long we didn't get on it. The third one was the front facing train. And I turned to Lisa and Haley and I was like, hey, do you guys mind? I don't want to sit on the forward facing train. I don't like it. And also, I think the next one might have the Lily Bell on it. And I want to ask the conductor if we can take pictures from the outside before we load on. Like that's that's just something I really want to do. It's a bucket list item. It would be really awesome to just see the inside of it because I've only seen it through pictures on the website or on websites online. So that <laughs> we waited. It was our third car that came up. And the conductor, and so we let people pass us for the forward facing. So we were in the front of the line. The conductor came up and I was like, excuse me. Well, I said like, good afternoon. Like, I hope you're having a great day. I just have a quick question. Would it be okay if before we loaded, if I went and just took pictures of the Lily Bell from the outside? I just want to see it because especially since the car is so long, it's like a cutoff point. So you kind of have to squeeze. I had to squeeze to like get to the windows to take pictures. And he was like, yes, of course, go ahead and I'll help you out. I was like, okay, perfect. Thank you so much. So we went, we were taking pictures. I was taking a lot more pictures than Haley and Lisa. So they went and got on and I turned and I was looking down at my phone and I looked up and Alan, the cast member, like just pointed at me and, and gave me like, you know, like the finger, like, hold on a minute. And so I stood there and I, I was shaking at this point. Alan while the, everyone was loading on the cars, Alan opened the Lily Bell for us and was like, while we're loading up the last of the passengers, go ahead and take a look around. And oh, I like just thinking about it makes me really emotional because that was not expected. Like, you know, like in the back of your head, you're hoping like, oh my gosh, I that would be amazing if I got to go in. But I was happy just like taking pictures from the windows so the windows are open because there's no ac back there and so like to protect it and preserve it and so i was just like sticking my phone like through the window and taking pictures and looking at it from how i could but he opened the doors for us the three of us got to go in i got to look around we didn't sit or anything they have like a like a plasticky carpet i think to protect um what lillian did for the lily bell and so we stayed on that. We didn't touch anything. We took pictures. We were in and out in just a couple of minutes. And it was just like, uh, it, I can't even put into words. We were trying to take pictures of each other and I was visibly shaking. Like I had to put my stuff down and just like hold the phone to take a picture of Elisa because I, I couldn't believe that we had that like once in a lifetime opportunity to go in there. And so then we, when Alan came back, we stepped out. And we were like, oh my gosh, thank you. We took pictures with Alan. <laughs> like even when we got off, we took more pictures of Alan. Like 
it was just so magical. And like as three like huge Disneyland fans and like I love learning about the history of Disney and like being in something that like Walt like personally was in there with like he enjoyed his time with his wife in there. It was just uh, it it was just amazing. Like I I can't put it into any other words besides that it was awesome. So <laughs> so that was a huge highlight. If you haven't seen the Lily Bell, definitely like don't ask to get on. Like don't ab- don't try and abuse that kind of system. Like if you want to see it, just asking a doctor like, hey, can I just see it? Or if you're okay with just watching it pass by. I just wanted to take pictures um, to show my kids. My son's really into trains, so I thought that would be really cool. Like I can't wait to show him it because he's going to be really excited for a different reason than I am just because like that's a cool part of a train. But if you want to take a picture, ask. There's no harm in asking. But don't feel like you're going to be expected to get on. It's definitely something special. Um, that's definitely like Disney magic right there that happened. And like I hope you get that version of it too. But if you look for it and you ask for it, you're not going to get it. So it's kind of like just let the magic come to you instead of looking for it. Because it, it makes it that much better. So what we did was we didn't even pay attention to the train ride because we were just all talking to each other and like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. And so we got off at Main Street um, and then we hopped over to DCA. Everyone else that was at Disneyland also hopped over to DCA and the lines were also insanely, insanely, insanely long. None of the girls had a at Lamplight Lounge before. So we went up and we're like, is there any way? So I thought we could sit at the bar and maybe we can. Maybe the bar was just full, but they were like, no, like you have to join the walk up wait list. And one cast member, I didn't catch her name. She was actually incredibly helpful. And she showed me on the app and she was like, okay, so, and this is something I didn't know. This is what I learned from, for about the wait, the walk up wait list. It's not, if it says it's full at capacity, that just means for right now. So it will refresh. It said, check it every like five to 10 minutes for a spot to open up. I was sitting there and I was just going in and checking it, refreshing, checking it. Every now and then I would close out the app, redo, refresh it, recheck it. It took me about five minutes of constantly refreshing the app and closing it out. When it finally got me to make a reservation, it wouldn't let me do it for three people, but it would let me do it for four people with a 35-minute wait. So we waited just under an hour, like 45, 50 minutes from when we first walked up to the lamplight to get in. So that was super amazing. I didn't know that hack. So now you guys know this hack. Like if you want to join a walk-up wait list, just keep refreshing it until something pops up. And it will tell you like join. It, it, it will be obvious when it's a difference. And then I was really disappointed in Lamplight. Elisa has a severe shellfish allergy, specifically shrimp, but also lobster is on that. Like so much so that she carries an EpiPen. Like it's, it's a very, very bad allergy. If you don't know, you can substitute the lobster nachos and get chicken or steak. Elisa's telling the waiter that she has this allergy. And he just... I don't want to be disrespectful or rude. I have been a server in the past. And I wasn't impressed with how he was treating her allergy. Um, He essentially was like, oh, well, like, unfortunately, there'll be cross-contamination, which is super true. But we're like, okay, but can you let the chef know? Like, can you tell them? In my experience, because I have a cousin, when we went to Walt Disney World, 
that she has a shellfish allergy as well. And her son has a, like a pine nut allergy that's severe for the two of them. And every time we went to a restaurant, the chef would come out and like guarantee like, okay, I'll do everything in my power. Like we won't cross contaminate and made sure that they got the correct food. That didn't happen at Lamplight. And we're all going to share. So that's, I ordered the chicken nachos. Pokey's okay. So Haley got the pokey salmon. But Elisa, I don't, and I don't want to speak for Elisa, but I know I didn't feel comfortable. And so she got like one of the kids burgers. And I just don't think he understood like the severity of it. And so our food comes out. I've never had the nachos before. I was really excited. So I just went in. We also hadn't ate hardly anything at all besides like a pretzel. So I went in and probably like halfway through the nachos, Haley and I were eating the nachos. She didn't say anything. She was just eating her food. And then at one point I looked down and there was like an obvious piece of lobster. Like, you know, like the color of lobster. I was like, you didn't try any of this, right? And she was like, no, I thought about it, but I was like, "Mm, that chicken looks kind of weird. So while we were eating the guy that brought us our food, which wasn't our server, he asked, like, you ordered the chicken nachos, right? And I said, yeah, we got chicken. And then he left. And I was like, okay, like, there must have just been a mix-up in the back of the kitchen. And so when we saw the lobster, I was like, oh, my God. Like, her allergy's so bad that, like, she was like, just don't touch me. When she got her food, she did get, like, a stick in her burger that said allergy. So that was good. <sighs> I was really upset. Um, Elisa took it like a champ. We told our waiter, like, this is lobster. Like, if she had a bite of this, the, the, she, she could be, like, going to the hospital. And he was like, oh, well, I didn't put that one as, like, an allergy because you d- I didn't really get the vibe from you that you wanted to eat it. And I was appalled that he said that. I just, okay, so I'm military, and I've been a waitress. I kind of let Haley took, take over because I know I was about to go to an extreme that I didn't want to take our day to. <laughs> and that, that's something I know about myself. He apologized. He was like, there's a mix up. Like I didn't tell them about the allergy. And then the chef came out. She didn't take ownership of it. She's like, I did make, she did say that she made a chicken nacho that had an allergy like tag on it, even though our waiter said he didn't put a tag on it. So I was like, I don't know who's lying. No one's taking ownership of this. A manager didn't come out. They comped the nachos, but Haley also said like, you need to comp this. Like you could have like severely hurt my friend and that's not okay. Hindsight, I should have asked for a manager, but I was just trying to stay calm. (laughs) I didn't want to ruin our day by that. We split the check three ways and we left. Um, As soon as we left, we went and washed our hands thoroughly in the bathroom because I didn't want to be like scared to touch Elisa the whole time. Uh, Haley had gum, so we put gum. I like even washed around my mouth (laughs) because I was like, what if like, because I was like, I don't know. I didn't want to breathe on her. Like I didn't, I don't want my friend to get hurt. I was really disappointed in our, in the Disneyland cast members at Lamplight. And so what I would say, what I learned from this is like, if you have a food allergy, especially a severe one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Lamplight. And I don't know if it was just the team that was working that day. It was just, it was overall not a great experience. Like it was cool to sit on the boardwalk. Yes, we had great cocktails. Like they have amazing cocktails, but they lost a little bit of my trust. Like they of course can gain it back, but they did lose a lot of my trust. So that's just a warning. Like if you have an allergy and you really want to go to Lamplight, cause it is a good restaurant. <laughs> 
just be incredibly careful, please, because they didn't give me the warm and fuzzy at all. And I, it might have just been who was working there that day, but oh my gosh, that could have been so bad. Um, but Elisa was a super trooper about it. She's an amazing person. But she was like, you could have really killed me, dude. Like, you really could have killed me. Like, But she was like joking around about it. And I, the one thing I did say when she was like, it's fine. And I was just like, it's not fine. Like this could have been a way worse situation. And that's pretty much the only thing I said. And then I just kept my mouth shut and paid. I was just like, Elisa, are you like, sure you're okay. But anyways, that happened, but we weren't going to let it bring down our day. Um, (laughs) So what we decided to do was we went to like the playground in the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail which the things that we really wanted to do, we were too big for, (laughs) which is like a super adult problems. We didn't have any of our kids with us. People were looking at us weird. Uh, We wanted to go on Grizzly River Run, but the lines were just so long and we didn't want to pay for Genie Plus. Like at this point, it was two or three in the afternoon. We had heard people talking about how far back the Genie Plus times were and we didn't know what time we were going to leave. So we, we were like totally okay with just being together hang out in the park and just doing what we could do. So we hopped back to Disneyland and then we went on Splash Mountain and took Bethany with us. So how I mean by that is Haley FaceTime Bethany and Bethany was on FaceTime with us while we were going through the line. And then we're like, oh my gosh, just keep her on. Let's just keep her on. And so we kept her on during the whole ride. So our picture that we took on uh, Splash Mountain, all four of us are in. It was really cool. Like you can't really see this, <laughs> the screen very well that Bethany is on, but it was it was just really cool to have her with us for that like 10 minutes going through the line. Well, really like 20, going through the line and then riding the ride with us and just having her with us for a short time was really awesome. Then we did Haunted Mansion again and surprise, surprise, another ride stop. Second time for Haunted Mansion it was fine like it was cool where we got where we stopped but it was just like Elisa and I looked at each other and we're like of course then we went and checked out the outside of the new shop in New Orleans go see my reel that I posted about that new shop and then we finally got churros we had had churros all day and then Haley had to go to get on to go get her kiddos so Haley left Big Thunder was down (laughs) for that was like the fourth time that day that Big Thunder was down that we had gone So Elisa and I, we just like waited where we waited before with Haley and hung out until we noticed like, oh, cast members are moving. And then a train went by. We're like, oh, they're testing it. So we went and stood with the crowd and they opened the like the standby line and only like five people moved towards it. And Elisa and I just like, like moved to it. We probably only waited like 10 minutes to get on the ride. And that was only because we requested row 15 it, it was awesome. Okay, so I don't know if it's because the ride had just came back on, but it was way faster than normal. And multiple people that were on the same train as, a, as us heard us talking. They're like, that was way faster. So when you do the goat stare, it's like the second incline. There's a, there's a turn after you do that turn where the goat is at with the dynamite in its mouth. And even that one, oh my gosh, I took a video of the whole time. And we were like, oh my goodness. Like it was insane how thrilling, I, that sounds weird to say, but how thrilling that ride was. Oh my gosh, it was so much faster. <laughs> so we were hyped about that. The sun was going down. It was probably like six o'clock-ish at this point. I don't, I wasn't keeping track. Um, so we went over to Space Mountain 
it said it was only like a 60 minute wait. We we're like, that's fine. Like we just like talking to each other, whatever. After 15 minutes, I checked it again and it went up to 90 and we just kind of looked at each other and I was like, mm, you said you want to do racers. Why don't we go over to racers? Like it's dark. Let's go do racers. So we bailed. I went and I grabbed treats for my kids because we were like, we'll go to DCA and then we'll just leave. So we got all of our stuff out of our locker. We went over to DCA. DCA at night, especially in Cars Land during Halloween, is the coolest vibe ever. They were, like the monster mash was playing over the speaker. Like I fell in love. I could have sat there. I could have just sat in Cars Land at night all night. So it took us quite a while to get from the main entrance of DCA to get to racers and it hordes of people, so many people. So we went in the standby line and the, you got the standby line was almost to the entrance of the standby line. And usually when it's like that, the cast member that's standing there will tell you like, this is a long wait and the cast member didn't there. Maybe she wasn't tracking how long the line was, but I was like, Elisa, this is a, easily a 45 minute wait uh, and maybe even longer. So we looked at each other. We're like, nah. <laughs> so we decided to skip it. We were like, okay, I guess it's it was time to go. Like I needed to drive home. It was about eight o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Uh, yeah, eight thirty ish at the by this point. By the time we were leaving out, so we walked through cars to go in the back way to Avengers Campus. And when we're walking by Avengers Campus, so where they announced the new ride is gonna go is where the Quinjet is sitting on top of. It's going to be in that building. But I remembered that's where the trolley goes. That's where the trolley parks. Like I've seen them park the trolley at night over there. So I'm wondering if that's where the new ride is going to go. Like the King Thanos, like where, where are they going to park the trolley? And wouldn't it have made more sense to use the Superstore that they have just like, it's just like a huge shopping market that they have over by like Monsters Inc. behind Mickey's Filler Magic. I feel like that would have been made more room to make a new ride attraction. How I kind of picture it is it's gonna be a small space like how they do like Star Tours where it's just like a platform uh, and they like move it with the hydraulics underneath. I don't know if it's hydraulics, correct me if I'm wrong. But I just don't know how they're gonna fit a new ride in that space that is like used for storage right now and then like where is the trolley gonna go these are like way future problems <laughs> but that was just what i was thinking because i like looked down and saw the tracks and i was like oh that's where the new ride's gonna go like where's the trolley gonna go maybe they don't want to give up the superstore because like that is a really cool store for like big marvel fans but it's like once you go in it once you've kind of gone in it and maybe it makes them so much money to have stuff in there like i don't know like they have the iron man suit in there it, it's just like a ginormous store and I just don't understand. I'm glad they're making use of the room, I guess, but I feel like that would have been a better place for a ride to go. But you know, I'm Hannah and I'm not an Imagineer. That's that. Okay. So to end the night, we we're walking out and we were initially going to use the pedestrian bridge because I was like, I want to do things I like normal people doing. So it was like, okay, so we'll ride the tram into the parks and we'll take the pedestrian bridge out. But we were so tired. We were, we had 12 and a half hours in the park. So we're like, okay, let's just ride the tram back. You guys, the tram was down. <laughs> the tram was down. We couldn't believe it. Like we started our day with a down ride and we ended our day with a down ride 
we just like looked at each other and we just laughed like it was hilarious so I did get to take the pedestrian bridge (laughs) so I got a huge blister it didn't happen on the pedestrian bridge but I definitely felt it more on the pedestrian bridge and I, I just like when things happen to you like that you can either let it just ruin your day or you can just be like oh my goodness like like it was it was just like it was perfect like yeah, that could have really bummed us out that so many rides went down. We could barely ride any rides the whole day because of the lines. But like being in good company and being around the people that you love is really what matters. And I, we rode, what, like five, maybe six rides the whole day. And it was probably one of my top favorite Disney days. And the tram being down just like topped it all off. And it was awesome. And I loved it. And I learned so much from this trip. Like, not having an agenda, not going in to be like, I'm going to do this, this, this. Like, these are the things I have to go. Just going in, having fun, talking with my friends, bouncing ideas off of each other, trying to figure out collaborations, things that we need to do, how we could do our pages better, how podcast ideas and bracelet ideas and crown ideas. And it was just like, I just had so much fun being with them. And I can't wait until our next girls day. And I hope you followed along on Instagram because we were we were laughing and having just the best time. I saved all of my stories on my tab. So on all of my highlight tabs on my profile are all my trips. So I just do it by the month I went. So if you look at the September trip, that's, that's all of the fun we had. And oh my gosh, it was just a blast, but I'm going to stop talking about how much fun I had. Um, I hope everyone has a great week. Please rate, review, follow, subscribe. Um, Send your friends that love Disney or are planning Disney my podcast. I'm here to help everyone. And if you share my podcast, that really helps. Um, Please follow me at Hannah Learning Disney on Instagram. I would love to talk to you. Please ask me your questions. Like, I hope that I'm helping others. And I'm learning along with you guys. Like, that's what I love about this is like, I'm not a Disney expert. I am learning and I am figuring things out. And I'm trying things out to help you guys, to help me to help my family and friends. And I just hope you enjoyed this. I'm so excited to keep talking to you guys and to just keep doing this. Like I'm really excited about this podcast and I hope everyone just has a great week and I can't wait to talk to you soon.